This is a free download from Delancey Elam Church. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.30am in the Delancey Elam Church building of the Bank St. Sumpson's in the Channel Islands of Guernsey. To contact us or find out more information about us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk. wearing it later on. It's a, it's a clip that's come off, so I will be wearing it later on. Uh, I just want to talk a little bit about, uh, about God as Father. Uh, just, that's been a the theme there, and often we can have all kinds of views about God. And I was thinking, actually, that you know, people have all kinds of, I suppose, ways they see God. Some people see God as distant, untouchable. Some people see God as someone who's sort of in a very formal way. I think some people see God as, as someone actually who's out to get them. You know what I mean? This God has got, he's got a bit of a baseball bat, if you like, just waiting for you to mess up, and the moment you mess up, he's going to get you. They kind of see God as an enforcer, someone who's harsh, someone who's mean, someone who makes demands that they could never, ever live up to. In other words, the people live with this incredible, distorted view what God is like. And I think the greatest picture that the Bible pictures of, of God is that God is a heavenly Father. Someone who's for you. Someone who wants you overcome. Someone who cheers you as you chase your dreams. Someone who believes in the very best for you. See, some people can know God in various ways, but the greatest way to know God is to know him as a father. He's not someone who's out to get you, someone who's constantly pointing out your mistakes. He's someone who's there who wants to lift you up, pull you forward and you feel like giving up. The Bible says he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Isn't that awesome? And I was thinking often, people get their their view of God, their often the, the view they get of God, often the view that's the way it's distorted, often because people often get their view of God through their earthly fathers. Often people conceive God and they see God through their heavenly fathers. People often grow up with a father who, who wasn't maybe very kind, somebody who was mean. Maybe he was an absent father. Maybe someone who wasn't there when you needed him. But here's the point. That image of an earthly father is not the picture of a, what a heavenly father is like. If you're raised up by a father who's harsh or judgmental, almost impossible to please, often it's very easy for us to kind of put that image of God, to see God as someone harsh, see someone who's out to embarrass you, someone who's going to reject you when you don't measure up. And sometimes we can allow that image to get mixed up with who God really is. Now I was blessed actually and I was thankful for this. I had a, a great father, I had a good father. But I tell you what this one, we have a heavenly father who's interested in every 
detail of your life. The Bible actually says that even the very hairs, and for some of us it's not too difficult, as often said, even the very hairs on your head are numbered. In other words, God is interested in every single detail of your life. He's interested in all that goes on in your life. He wants to be around in every part of your life. I remember playing with my girls at a park and I was pushing them on the swing and they were going down the slides and everything else. And I kind of remember looking around, this was quite a few long years ago, and there were some dads there who were there kind of reading their newspapers, really had no interest if their kids were going to fall off the slide or whatever else they were going to do. I suppose today they'll be on their mobile, but in those days it was reading their newspapers, if you like. And I felt God say to me, you know, I'm the father that's there caring, looking and being involved in your life. I'm not the father who's distant and remote. And he's a God that wants to hear your every cry. He wants to know everything about you. He's interested in every part of your life. I remember hearing a story of a, of a couple that were both deaf. And when their child grew up, they said this. They said, how did you know when we were crying? How did you hear us? How did you know about it? And they said, you know what, we used to take her in turns. We'd stay up all night. One of us would sleep for a few hours and go to bed, and the other would take over from us. And it's a picture of a father who's always involved and always interested in every sphere and every part of your life. That is a heavenly father. You think about it, your children have 24-hour access to you. Is that true? They could phone you any time of the day, and you still respond to them. And your heavenly father is someone that you have 24-hour access to. When you call, he responds. The Bible says that even your very names are tattooed on his hand. He knows your name. They're awesome. I heard this amazing story, and I saw this amazing story, where this woman, and she had multiple problems, multiple sicknesses in her body. She was... She, had, she was deaf, she had just, just loads and loads of physical defects in her body. And during the meeting, a guy had a word of knowledge. He said, there's a woman here called Maria, and he began to tell her all the various conditions of her body. And so they prayed for her, and she was healed, and miraculously healed of all those things. But you know what the thing that staggered her? Wasn't so much, not only was the healing, was the fact that God knew her name. And God knows your name. He knows you completely and totally. He knows everything about you. Think about this. This majestic, awesome God who created everything is your heavenly Father. I think when you know God as Father, it's easy to talk to Him. When you know God as Father, it's easy to expect good and great things from Him. It's easy to enjoy His forgiveness and His provision. It causes faith to rise up. When you really know God as Father, you begin to trust Him and you begin to believe Him for great and big things. You think about it. Your children, remember Christmas time, remember that time they used to come there? They say to you, Dad, all I want this Christmas is just a pair of socks. Is that true? They would ask you for great things. They, they don't care whether you can afford it or not because they believe your dad... And dad has unlimited resources. 
And often we need to be like that with God. We need to believe he's such an amazing heavenly father who cares for every area, every detail of our life. He's so big, he's interested, and he can work and move on our behalf. I just love sometimes to look at the stars. I really love to look at the stars. And every time I look at those stars, I love to say to myself, just to think, my heavenly father made that. Isn't that awesome? He made all that. And he is available to meet all my needs. He's the same Father who's for you and wants to work on your behalf. Not about you, but you're kind of proud of your children, aren't you? A few years, a few months ago, well, it wasn't that long ago, on my uh, 60th birthday, uh, uh, the girls had a surprise party for me and they invited people I'd not seen for 20 or 30 years. Friends we'd not seen for 30 years. And it was awesome. It was great to see them. You know what I love to do? I just love to introduce them to my children. You know, to, to be proud of them, to, to show them off, if you like, to, to, to tell them, to, to introduce them to them. And often, let's not allow things to beat us down. Don't allow the negative things people say about you or pull you down. The Bible says that you have been fearfully and wonderfully made. That you are God's masterpiece. That God looks at you and he says, you are awesome and you are my masterpiece. And many people don't see God that way because they don't know him as Father. I want to show you a video clip, okay? And I'm, I just want to see that and I'm going to talk about it in a few minutes, okay? Share that? Well done, guys. Thank you.
How many love the one hygiene? <laughs> How many of you got two, have got teenage children? That hygiene may not be the right up there, right at the height of that, so that was good. But I don't know if you see that often. You think about it, that's the way, in many ways, God looks at you. God thinks you're amazing. You know, when you see your children, when you look at your children, amazing, you think your children are the most amazing things ever. I look at my daughters and I think I've got the three most amazing daughters in the world. And that's the way we do. We, that's the way we look at our children. I remember, I don't know if you about you, but if you ever see your children and, and they didn't get picked for something or they weren't used for that play and you think, what's wrong with that teacher? You know, don't they see the talent? Don't they see the ability? What's wrong with that teacher? Because often, well, often when people bring their babies, they kind of want you to say, you know, this baby, there's no other baby like this baby. You know, and that's the way often parents perceive their children. And that's the way God sees us. He thinks that you are awesome. He sees that you are amazing. Now, how many know that even though your children make mistakes, it doesn't change how you feel about them? And often we feel like that with God. God sees you in a completely different light to the way other people see you. He's merciful. He's forgiving. He's loving. Why? Because we are his children. And a lot of people live under such guilt and condemnation. They beat themselves up. Maybe something they did five years ago. They feel depressed. They feel unworthy. They're trying to show God that they're sorry. And they confess the same sin over and over again. They're trying almost to pay God back. How many realize the price has already been paid? And what all we need to do really is to ask God to forgive us, receive his forgiveness, then we begin to move on in life. I think the greatest picture of the Heavenly Father really is the story of the prodigal. The Bible says he kind of wasted his inheritance. He messed up his life. He made bad choices. In fact, the Bible actually says that when he asked his father for his inheritance, he's almost saying to his father, I wish you were dead. Basically, that's what he's saying. And the Bible says he wasted his life. He, he made bad choices. He made bad mistakes. He, he was totally in an utter and total mess. He got into such a mess, the Bible says, that he was even eating pig's food. That's how low he sank. And then a thought came to him. He says, even my, even my father's servants are better off than me. He says, I will arise and go back to my father's house. And I think the Bible says something pretty amazing because the moment he decided to return back to God, the Bible says that God the father ran to embrace the son. That is the only picture in the Bible that we see God running. That the moment we make one step towards God, he runs towards us. Isn't that awesome? He runs towards us. You know, instead of running from God, we need to run to God. Instead of running from him, we need to run to him. Because he's there, and the Bible says he was there and embraced his son. He began to hug him. He began to embrace him. The picture of the cross really is that picture. 
Jesus hanging on the cross is really the arms of the Father saying, come home. I welcome you back. And often people move away from God. Often when they mess up, they pull away from God. That means that they never fulfill their dreams. They never embrace, they never receive all that God had for them. Because they get this picture that a God who constantly is angry and mad with them, rather than perceiving a loving, heavenly Father. And think of some of the things you get from a Father. You get self-worth from a Father. When people live and grow up in a deprived environment, where they have abusive fathers, that means often... They never really have self-worth. They never grow up with a sense of self-worth. I'm here to tell you, God thinks you are worth amazing things. He gave the most precious thing he had, his son Jesus. How do you place a value on something? The value you place on something is the price that you are willing to pay for it. The Father thinks you are so worthwhile He sees you of such immense value that he gave his son to die on the cross for you. That's how much worth you are to God. Knowing a father gives security. How many people in our world live with an incredible sense of insecurity? They're fearful what lies ahead. They're fearful of life. They're fearful of everything in life and they're living with such in In their hearts, they feel so insecure. But when you know a heavenly Father, you know that God will bring incredible sense of security. And I think when you have security, you have peace. Why do people have no peace in their heart? It's because they don't know their heavenly Father, and because they don't know their heavenly Father, they have no security, and because they have no security, they have no peace in their hearts. But when you know the heavenly Father... You have an incredible sense of peace. I think identity comes from knowing who your father is. How many people today don't know who they really are? I had a shock a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago. I had an email from some... Because what people do today, they're looking to find out where they come from. You know, people are going through all these, what do you call it, these... Yeah, yeah, they're looking through all that. And someone was doing that and they, they emailed me. They said, we want you to know that we are your cousin. Your mom had a brother, which I didn't know she had, and this brother had a child, and I'm the child. And by the way, you've got lots of other cousins out there that you don't even know exist, basically. Isn't that amazing? But the point is, just knowing your lineage actually is not doesn't always show you who you are. Your identity only comes from knowing who your Heavenly Father is. When I discover who God is, I begin to find who I really am. True identity really comes from knowing who you are in God and knowing your Heavenly Father. Let me close with this. When Jesus came, you know what he came to do? You know what his purpose above all was? Was to reveal the Father. The Jews had an idea that God was harsh and was full of judgment and anger. But Jesus said, I've come to show you what my heavenly father, what your heavenly father is really like. He's good and merciful. 
And so much of what he taught was revealing what the Father was like. It blew their minds apart. When he began to, all the religious people couldn't conceive the kind of God that Jesus was revealing. And he said, if you see me, you've seen the Father. If you want to know what the Father's like, then I'm like the Father. And there's the point. Jesus said this, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Nobody comes to the Father except he comes through me. Do you want to know this amazing Father? Do you want to know him in a personal way? Do you want to know God as not someone who's far, who's distant, who's totally removed, but do you want to know him in a personal, close way? And the Bible says, the only way that you can know God as your Father is to come through Jesus Christ. It's to say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me on a cross. Thank you for dying for my sins. I ask you to forgive me. Come into my heart and be my Saviour. And the moment that takes place in your life, You know what happens? You come into a personal relationship with God as your Father. And you know Him and experience Him, not as a God who's remote and distant and far, but someone who's close and near. Someone you can tell your every hurt, your every pain, your every brokenness to. Someone that you can have a personal, close relationship with. So I'm just going to close in prayer and we're going to show another video clip in a moment. But I just want to pray this prayer. And maybe you're here this morning and you hear about a God that's so loving and kind and merciful and amazing and awesome. But the truth is you don't know him. And today you can know him. He's only a prayer away. So I'm just going to pray a prayer. And if in your heart today you say, you know, I want to know God as my Father. I want to come into a relationship with Him. Then in your heart today, and pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, thank you today for dying for me on the cross. I confess my sins. And I ask you now, Lord Jesus, to forgive me. I ask you and invite you now to come into my heart and to be my Lord and my Saviour. Thank you for showing me the Father. Thank you that I now have access directly to the Father in heaven. In your mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this free download from Delancey Elam Church. For more downloads or to contact us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk.